This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. Are you ready for the word this morning? Okay, so uh, coming out of action and talking about as in heaven uh, and, and just the practical tools that were given, not only from entering the, uh, doing, operating in the courts of heaven, obtaining heavens, restraining orders for you to implement them here on earth to uh, the, the, the operating in wisdom. I want to tail off and, and carry on from that this morning and look at some practical things that help us bring heaven here on earth. And we're going to be focusing on that. That's why I'm excited about heaven in business because we just don't want to be equipped with the theory, but we want the practicals of bringing God's will here on earth. Can you say amen to that? All right. So this morning, the title of the message is, we don't, we don't have more because we settle for less. We don't have more because we settle for less. Pastor Tom in his 2018 word said this. He said, um, the wisdom of God will be poured out like never before in this season upon and through those that desire wisdom. She's returning to the earth to counter ignorance, arrogance, violence, and hate. She's also bringing knowledge and understanding. So, where is wisdom returning to the earth from? Well, according to James 1, verses 3 to 8, and if you can put that scripture up, where is this wisdom coming from? James says this, he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let your patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. I'm thinking, whoa. How many of you have read that scripture and thought, you know, the Bible, and it says so in Romans as well, count it all joy when you have various trials and tribulations. Is there anyone here that is joyful during trials and tribulations? Or are you like me? that struggle with that a little bit? Am I the only one that counts it all joy or that is found joyful when trials and tribulations come? Let's carry on and find out what James says. He says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives it liberally without reproach and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting For he who doubts is like the wave of the sea driven and tossed by by the wind. For let no one suppose that you receive anything from the Lord. He is double-minded and unstable in all his ways. James is saying in that piece of scripture, he says, whenever trials and tribulations, whenever things happen here on earth that we do not understand, there's an opportunity for heaven to intervene. That's why you and I can count it all joy or can count it joy when these things happen because we know that they'll test our faith. And, and, and when, when our faith is tested, it'll, it'll develop in us perseverance, character, it'll develop in us patience, it'll develop in us uh, hope, and hope does not disappoint. But James has pointed out here and said, when these trials and tribulations come, the answer to them is wisdom. He says, count it all joy when you go through trials and tribulations. Then he says, if any of you lack wisdom, ask God who gives it liberally. That says to me, the chaos that we see here on earth or the things that we go through here on earth that are trials, that are tribulations, that are, don't make sense are an opportunity for the wisdom of heaven to be poured out. And God himself wants to do that liberally without reproach. So turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, trials and tribulations, chaos are an opportunity for wisdom to prevail. So what connects heaven and earth is faith. Because James James there says, you cannot access the wisdom of God without approaching him in faith and asking for it. 
It is always and has always been God's desire that earth is a mirror of what's in heaven. Hebrews 1.10 says this. It says, you, Lord, in the beginning laid the foundations of the earth, and the heavens are the works of your hands. You know the Lord's prayer. It says, as it is in heaven, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God's desire is that heaven and earth are inseparable. It was that way in the beginning. The earth was void and without form, chaotic, and gave an opportunity for heaven to come down when God instigated creation. John 1 verses, five to, John 1 verses 1 to 5 say this, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that light shines in darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. We know that Christ is the word of God. And Christ was with God in the beginning, and everything was made through him. He was the avenue and the vehicle that God to intervene to organize the void and chaotic world that is or that was. And that hasn't changed. The void and the chaos that is around us is only dealt with as it was dealt with in the beginning by the intervention of Christ. It is not by smart ideas. It is not by the wisdom of man. It is by Christ. Because everything that is made, that is of God, that God called good, was made through him. 1 Corinthians 1, verse 24 says this. He says, Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. So I want to give you a mathematical, and those at action, I shared some of this at action, but I'm, I'm going somewhere, be patient. I want to give you a mathematical uh, uh, equation here. If Christ is the word of God, and go to the next slide, and Christ is the power of God according to 1 Corinthians 1 verse 24b, and Christ is the wisdom of God, that means, and we know that Christ is the word of God, that means the word is the power and the wisdom of God. Do you all agree? Okay. So, how do we then access the power and the wisdom of God in heaven to bring it here on earth, to bring order where there's chaos, to bring salvation where there's deprivation, to bring redemption of the earth? James says we do it by faith. How does faith come? The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Hearing God's word builds faith which allows us to access the power and the wisdom of God. So when there's a problem, James is teaching us that it is solved by the wisdom of heaven, which is accessed by faith, which comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. So when there's a lack of wisdom or when there's a problem that you and I face, it just means there's a void of the word of God. And the only way to solve that is to bring the word of God back into the situation. That's why the Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Seeking him, obeying him is the beginning of wisdom. To check your faith, we need to check what you're hearing. So what are you hearing? You know, doctors say the first sense developed by a fetus in the womb, by a baby in the womb, is the sense of hearing. Bible also says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. That tells me right from the womb, 
God intends for us to please him. Because he develops our hearing first. Before anything else. He wants us to access faith first. Before anything else. Because without faith, we cannot access the wisdom from on high. Pastor Tom taught at action that there are two kinds of wisdom. Earthly wisdom and godly wisdom. The wisdom you and I apply comes from what we're hearing. The wisdom that you and I apply in whatever circumstance or issue we face comes from what we're hearing. And what we're hearing eventually determines what we believe. James 3 Verses 14 to 11 says this, Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done by the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy self uh, and are self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy, self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. In the beginning, God placed two trees in the garden. The tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2, verses 15 to 16 say this. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to cultivate and keep it. The Lord commanded the man saying, From any tree of the garden you may eat freely, but from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day you eat of it you shall surely die. The word life if you can put up that slide. I looked at it from the tree of life. The Hebrew word is the word she. That word means living, alive, lively, active, sustenance, community. God intended us to continuously eat of the tree of life. Not of the tree of the good knowledge of good and evil. The Bible says this in Proverbs 3 verse 18. It says, wisdom is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. And happy are all those who lay hold of her. That word life in that scripture is the same word she used in Genesis. That tells me that wisdom is a tree of life. When God said there's a tree of life and there's a tree of the knowledge of, of knowledge of good and evil, God was saying eat continuously out of the tree of the wisdom that is from above. This tree that is of the knowledge of good and evil is a tree that is of earthly wisdom. So there were two wisdom trees in the garden. The tree of the wisdom that is from above and the tree that is of earthly wisdom. Deuteronomy 30, verses 17 and 19 say this. See, I've set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity, in that I command you today to love the Lord your God and walk in his ways and keep his commandments and his statutes and judgments, that you may live and multiply, and that the Lord your God may bless you in the land where you are entering to possess it. But if your heart turns away, and you will not obey him, and are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today you shall surely perish. Doesn't that sound like if you eat of this tree of good, of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall surely die? This is the expanded version. The eating of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil will eventually lead you away from God. It will cause you not to obey him. 
It will cause you to worship other gods and serve them. So it goes on to say this in verse 19. It says, I call on heaven and on earth to witness against you today that I've set before you life and death, the blessing and the curse. So choose life in order that you may live. You and your descendants, by loving your God and by obeying his voice and holding fast to it. That word life, there is the word shay. The same Hebrew word. So God is saying, I put before you two trees. I implore you to choose life. I implore you to choose the tree of life that I put before you. That you may live fully, that you may be alive to me. That you are properly sustained. And he says that this tree, if we eat of it, it is evidenced by your obedience to my voice. And with it comes blessing. But there's another tree which leads to perishing, which leads to idol worship, which leads to, to, to uh, serving idols. This tree will eventually lead you to death. He says, I implore you not to eat of that tree. It's cursed. Earthly wisdom is represented by the tree of knowledge and go of good and evil. It is accessed by disobedience and birthed in witchcraft. Because the very way that Eve was deceived to eat of the tree was birthed in deception, in the devil manipulating her, in the devil manipulating the word of God to make it sound like something else, Eve fell for it and rebelled against God. In Samuel, we read that rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. So when we eat of the tree of the knowledge of good, of good and evil, when we eat out of earthly wisdom, we're actually participating in witchcraft. Oh boy. But here's, here's why it's so deceptive. Here's why it leads many astray. It's because it looks like, it sounds like, it feels like the tree of life. The Bible says Eve looked at it and it seemed good for food. She looked at it and it was pleasant to her eyes. And it also made her desirable to know good and evil, to be wise. So it felt like the wisdom of God. It sounded like the wisdom of God. It tasted like the wisdom of God, but it was not the wisdom of God. That's why many are deceived. All of it was driven sensually, was driven by the flesh, driven by lust, the lust of life, and the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. And it ends up being devilish. Why? Because pride itself was birthed when the devil rebelled against God in heaven. So he lures us into who he is by offering up this earthly wisdom. That seems to be the answer to our problems. That seems to be the solutions to what we face. That seems and offers us, the, it says to us, mm, if you do this, you will become better. And that's deception. Because they were already better than the knowledge of the tree of good and evil. As long as we eat of the tree of life, we're already above. We already have more than earthly wisdom. As long as we eat from the wisdom that is on high, we're already eating out of who God is. So how can we want to be better than him? Do you see the pride? He's saying be better than God. 
Wasn't that what he wanted when he fell and was cast out of heaven? So what ends up happening is when we eat out of this tree, when we eat out of earthly wisdom, we're cast out of his presence, just as he was. Because we cannot eat of disobedience and reach out for the tree that is the fruit of obedience. We make God a liar. So they were cast out of his presence. And when we eat of this wisdom, eat of earthly wisdom for the solutions of our problems, we go the same way. Genesis 3, and that's what we've just gone through, where Eve said this looked good, this seemed good, and was deceived. But Eve, the spoiling of her faith came through the ear gate. She heard what the serpent was saying, meditated and lingered on it long enough until she believed it, and then she partook of it. Hence, she was deceived. And that's the same. Earthly wisdom, if we listen to it long enough, we'll start to believe it. Then we'll begin to see things differently. And then we'll partake of it. And then we'll become like it. Hmm. You see, as long as, you know, there, there's some guys that say, well, why did God put, it, put the tree there in the first place? <laughs> you should have just not put the tree there. And the Bible says that you are in the world, but you're not of it. And God will not have you worry about that which is inconsequential. We seem to uh, forget the instruction that God said you are free to eat out of any tree except God's love was so abounding towards us he gave us the abundance and we chose to focus on the except and then we go back to God and say why did you put the except there <laughs> well, why didn't you just live in the abundance as Brother Milton was saying, why didn't you just prepare containers? Why didn't we just eat out of the tree of life? Because the temptation is when we are on earth, as we are called to be, our temptation is to solve earthly problems with earthly wisdom. You cannot solve a problem at the same level it was created. God gave us an avenue right from the beginning that yes, we're here as his ambassadors here on earth. We're here as those that have his nature, those that are his prototype, those that will redeem the earth, those that are made out of his image and likeness. And the only way will be uh, uh, fruitful ambassadors that will multiply and subdue the earth is if we consistently partook and ate out of the tree of life, ate out of the wisdom of heaven to subdue the earth. Our sustenance came from eating out of the tree of life, eating out of godly wisdom. So the tree of, the, as long as we eat out of that tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil becomes inconsequential. As long as we are seeking and looking for the wisdom of God that is accessed by his word, the wisdom of this earth becomes inconsequential. But when we change our focus and look to the wisdom of the earth, we cannot access the wisdom of God because the two are at enmity with each other. This tree, earthly wisdom, remains in, inconsequential remains, it's not a player in the game as long as we're eating out of the tree of life, as long as we're drawing out of the wisdom of God. But it becomes a factor in play. The moment we turn our eyes and begin to hear, listen, meditate to the voice of earthly wisdom. 
The voice you and I hear more loudly is the voice that fathers us. Earthly wisdom is deceptive and appeals to the natural senses. You can touch it, feel it, whatever. It becomes sensual and eventually changes nature to devilish. How can you want to be what you are above already? That's how the devil lies to us. God was not keeping Adam and Eve from the knowledge of good and evil. He created us to live above earthly wisdom. He created us to live. He didn't, he didn't want the devil to be a, a, a key player or a factor in our lives. Our decisions made him a factor in our lives. He wanted us to continuously fulfill his mandate on earth by drawing from his wisdom. Jesus, when he came to restore us and redeem us, showed us an avenue out of temptation. After 40 days, he was hungry. And the devil said, well, turn these stones into bread. That's wisdom, right? Yes, it's wisdom. You're the son of God. God says you are the son of God. You've got the power, don't you? You've got the power, don't you? So just turn these stones into bread. Jesus answered him with wisdom from above. He says, man shall not live on bread alone. Man shall not live on natural wisdom. Man shall not live on earthly, but man shall live from every word. Man shall live from life. Man shall live from shade. Man shall live from the wisdom of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, that's where man shall live. That's where man has his sustenance. Not earthly wisdom. And the deception is still running now. We have people flocking to guys that say, you will have the power, eat grass. And they eat grass. You will have the power, spread this anointing oil. And they do it. Drink this water. That's nonsense. That's going back to turn these stones into bread. That is earthly wisdom. But it feels like, it sounds like, it is like godly wisdom. But if you partake of it, you're gone. Our, crea our creator, our Lord Jesus overcame that temptation by saying the word of God is enough for me. The word of the wisdom of God is enough for me. I don't need to touch it, feel it, sense it. It just needs to be spoken. I hear it, believe it, so shall it be. That's where the creative power comes from. Not something I can touch, feel, sense. Because this touch, feel, sense stuff leads me towards devilish. Leads me to pride. Leads me to devil worship. Leads me to idol worship. Leads me to something else outside of God. And I understand that without faith, I cannot please God. And how does my faith come? My faith comes. That which sustains me, my life comes from hearing the word of God. So I'm facing this situation. Don't give me touch, feel, something. Give me the word of God. I am facing a relationship breakdown situation. Give me the word of God. I'm facing, facing a health crisis. Give me the word of God. I'm facing a financial crisis. Give me the word of God because man here on earth shall not live on touch, feel, sense alone. They'll live from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. That is my wisdom. That is the power of God. That's what I need. How am I going to bring heaven here on earth? <laughs> I'm going to bring heaven here on earth by tapping into the wisdom of heaven and bringing it here on earth. And the wisdom of heaven is brought on earth by his word. I love what Brother Moulton shared. <laughs> the daily reading is rich this week. 
A guy is leaning on the king. They're in the middle of a drought, a crisis, as they may say. A crisis like we have in our nation. Then they were, they started cannibalism. They started eating each other. Thank God we've not got there. But their banks had no money. They were eating. It was just like here. And a guy leaning on the king, the prophet comes and says, uh, by the way, the answer to your problems is a heavenly one. It's heaven's wisdom. Uh, by this time tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, by this time tomorrow, a sea of flour shall be selling for the... <laughs> The guy says, come on, we cannot touch that sea, that field. That is absolute nonsense. Practicality by earthly wisdom means A, B, C, and D needs to do. Uh, uh, that is nonsense. Elisha knew only his word was enough. And as long as we feel Zimbabwe's solutions come from a white paper, or some humanistic solution, or who can give us money, we are in trouble. Because economic, as if, if no one is saying our economic turnaround, if no one is saying our solution comes from wisdom above, we are eating of earthly wisdom and that will lead us to devilish. It will lead us back to where we are now. So they said, oh, you know... <laughs> you will see it. Since you are a man that's led by sight, since you are a man that eats of earthly wisdom, you need your senses tinkle, tinkle, tickled. You need to touch it, feel it, sense it somehow to feel that it's, it's nice, things are changing. <laughs> Heaven's wisdom says you will see it, but you will not partake of it. Wisdom has a voice. Wisdom has a voice. Proverbs 8 verse 1 says, Does not wisdom call and understanding lift her voice? On top of the heights besides the way where the parts meet, she takes a stand besides the gates at the opening of the city, at the entrance of the... She cries out. To you, O men, I call, and my voice to the sons of men. O naive ones, understand prudence. O fools, understand wisdom. Listen, for I speak noble things. In the same way, earthly wisdom has a voice. Eve heard before she partook. James, by that scripture we read, says the wisdom of those in the world is first earthly, fleshly, sensual, devilish. And its author is the devil, and he's the one who finishes it. It is, it is absolute ludicrousness for us to start off with earthly wisdom and then say God intervene and finish the work. God says, I am faithful to see to completion the good work I begin in Christ Jesus, in wisdom, in the word. He doesn't say, I'm faithful to complete the work you begin in your earthly wisdom. These, these, these prayers that we're in, these prayer meetings where we're trying to manipulate God to endorse your boyfriend, to endorse your financial deal, to endorse your girlfriend, when they're obtained by earthly wisdom, is ludicrousness and a waste of time. Because God is only faithful to complete that which he begins in wisdom, in Christ Jesus, as it was from the beginning when he laid the foundations of heaven and earth. That's how heaven...
comes here on earth, when we access him, when we are in Christ, when we're in his word, we pull down heaven's will here on earth. We cannot go and say we want, we, we are walking in earth's will and we're trying to have heaven's endorsement. That's not going to happen. For too long we have done that. I don't know about you, I am tired of hearing from, of, of Zimbabwe's solutions from politicians. None have worked. I'm tired of hearing for, for solutions from man. None have worked. Can we go back to what the word of God says? Can we go back to what the prophet of God says? Can we go back to what prophecy says? The Bible says that you and I shall war according to prophecy. You and I should be flipping the pages and seeing what is it written of Zimbabwe in heaven? Because as it is written in heaven, that is the wisdom of God for Zimbabwe. That's how we are at a war. And that's what will come to pass. How many of us know? That's why we're to not make light of prophecy. We measure it by, we test it by the word of God. We test it by it coming to fruition. But how many of us are pouring through the books and seeing what is written of this nation in the books of heaven? Are you and I pouring and saying, what is God, what is written in the books of heaven over my life? What is written in the books of heaven over my family? What is written in the books of heaven over my business? That's why we want you to come to heaven in business. What is written over my church? What is written over my community? We waste time when we go to the strategies of men. Earthly wisdom. It has one fruit and one destination. Death. Now, I'm going to need some help. I, I, just to illustrate this, I need a single young man who desires to get married. A single young man. Come here. Come up here. A single young man. <laughs> Sir, are you single? Yes. You desire to get married? Yes. Okay, put your stuff up there. What's your name? Perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, that's perfect. Perfect, how old are you? I'm 23. Can I have a microphone for perfect? Can I have a microphone? Perfect's 23. Perfect, you're 23. Yes, sir. And you desire to get married. Yes, sir. Okay. So, I can let you know, before you, is life and death. Amen. Perfect. Yes, sir. God desires you to choose life. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. At whatever cost, he desires you to choose life. Amen. And God wants you to have wisdom from on high for the problem you have. Amen. That you're not married to. Amen. And uh, you know, by faith, you can access this wisdom. Amen. And uh, he gives it liberally without reproach. Amen. Now, uh, perfect. I want to draw a picture for you. Can my, my people come out? I want to uh, help you. Okay. Perfect. Uh, you know, there's a scripture. There's a scripture in the, in the Bible. No, face this way. Look at me. Look at me. You're already looking at good stuff. Okay. Mm. Perfect. Yes, sir. There's, there's a scripture in the Bible. It's in Proverbs 8, verse 35. Okay. It's talking about wisdom. Yes. The wisdom of God. Yes. It says this, for he who finds me, that finds wisdom. Amen. Finds life. Amen. And obtains favor from the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Mm. Perfect. Let me, let me ask you. Yes, Pastor. D- does that sound like another scripture you know relating to a wife? To a wife? <laughs> For he who finds me finds life mm-hmm. and obtains favor from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Does yes. that sound like another scripture relating to a wife? He who finds... Yes, it's related. What does that scripture say? Do you know it? He who finds a wife finds a... Finds a home. Of, of, okay. So, so today, perfect, we're going we're to tap into some godly wisdom. Amen. Uh, uh, it says, Proverbs 18 verse 22 says this. He who finds a wife finds That's a good, good thing, thing. and obtains favor to the Lord. Amen. Of wisdom, it says, he who finds wisdom finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. Amen. Those sound similar to me. Finding a wife, you find favor from God. Finding Amen. wisdom, you find favor from God. So Amen. that says for me, if I'm looking for a wife, I need to tap into the wisdom of God, yeah? Hallelujah. Okay, so come with me. Here, here are some solutions for you, perfect. Uh, let's start over here. Let's start okay. over here. Uh, let's start, can you come here and you come here? So here are some solutions to finding a wife. Okay. You know, it's wise if you were to buy a car. Yes, sir. Uh, perfect. Yes, Pastor. You test drive it first, isn't it? Yes, Pastor. To see whether you really like the car. Yes, even the so comfort. You, yeah, even comfort, yes, 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 yes. You're very right, you're very right. So, you know, uh, it's wise. It's wise for you to try the merchandise before oh. you take it home, yes? It's before I take it home. No, no, no. Yes, is it wise for you? To, to, to take, before I take it home? Yeah. It depends on how, how I can test it. Okay. So the world, the world here, perfect, says if you are looking for a wife, try me. Try the merchandise first before you take it home. Okay. But the word of God says you shall leave your father and mother's house and the two shall be joined together. And what God's put together, let no man put asunder. So trying the merchandise is out. That's earthly wisdom. Out. Out, 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 out. But there's another one that says you can find on Google dating app, you know, and connect to the 20 best ways to look good when you're looking for a wife and all those kind of things. You know that one, they, dating app, you know these chat rooms that have dating. Yeah, that, that yeah. one I know, I know. Yeah, you know it. You, we chat. You've probably tried it. We chat. Okay. But this one, out. This one out, because yes, the wisdom of God, the wisdom, yeah, 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 good. They're I'm getting the picture. This one, this one says, do not be conformed to the world, but yes, be do. renewed. Yes, yeah? amen. Your mind should be renewed. I don't want to be deceived. Yes, you don't want to be deceived. So this one is out. This one, this one is out. This one, what about this one? The world says, you know, date, look for them. Do pinky, pinky, bonky, trial and error, you know? You know, just date as many, see where you're most comfortable. Barbie, what, what? Yeah, Barbie, what, 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 what? This what? one, she's too demanding. Yeah, this one, she's she too demanding. Yes, broke. yes, yes. The world says, go and date them, go and find. But, but when, when I go back, when I go back, perfect. Uh, God did not present before Adam 20 options. Yes, I know. He brought the one option. Yes. Which was Eve. Which was if, yeah. yes. So this one here of trying 20 different options. You see? Is, doesn't seem wise. She, she doesn't did, seem to be the wisdom. She, did, she dated no, no, no. Yes, but, but also. She, She's also doing the same. And you've perfect. given your heart to her. You're not, you've given your heart to 20 different women before you get. And she's done the same with 20 different So this one doesn't seem she's to like be the Zimbabwe wisdom. She's like Zimbabwe is open for business. Yeah, it's like Zimbabwe is open. Yes, yes. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, yeah, you, you're getting the picture. It just... <laughs> yes, Zimbabwe is open for business. Get in bed with anyone. And then what, what about this one? This one, this one, your aunties may tell you this one. Ah, this one. it doesn't matter which one you choose. 
if she's bad for you, you can it's always get a small house. You can always get a small house. But this doesn't. It sounds good. It sounds like it feels okay. Yes, you get two, uh, you know, a smaller sounds good. But, but yes. I like the way you're saying, it sounds, I don't like things that sounds good. You want the wisdom of God. I want the wisdom of right, God. Right, so this one is out. She's a traitor. Because, you know, the, 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 the Bible says, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, a good woman. Houses and thing and, and wealth is inherited from parents. But a good wife is, a prudent wife comes from the Lord. Yeah? It's, it doesn't come from Tete's many options. It comes and from aunties. the Lord. Yeah, so what about this one? This one looks good. Uh, nice package. It looks... This is the uh, proper thing. And you know what? This, perfect. Let me just speak to this one. This feels like the one. This, you know, this is, this could be. She matches the, and she's good. She's complicated. She's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That's what she is. This one is a close. Good, Papa. Yeah, yeah. This one is. But, you Is know, the, way the, the, word, the word of God does not say that's where we end. The word of God does not say. It says she comes from him and she's wise. And, you know, the word of God says he who finds her uh, receives favor, favor from the Lord. And you know what? This one here appeals to all your senses. Appeals to that guy may talk right, feel right. Smooth Feel right, good. dance right, look right, Feel right good. measurement. That girl may have the right cup size, have the right butt size, have the, oh, she, she, and she probably talks she Christianese smi- as she well. Smiles. She smiles good as well, but, 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 pastor, what's happening? This one is the one, I'm now 35 and I haven't met her. Do I settle for this one? Because she's good, right? Complexion no, good. No, no, complexion good. No, good. no, no, no. What we want is the favored one. The wisdom. The wisdom of God. No, 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 no. Let me speak now. The wisdom of God. This one here. No, don't take it. Yes. <laughs> This one here is the one that comes from God. You don't understand it, but there's a peace that comes. Because the wisdom of God is peaceable. It's pure. It's gentle. It's full of good fruits. It's, the righteous sow it in peace and reap a harvest of peace. There is a peace that comes here. A lot of us have settled for less and don't have God's more. Because, perfect, thank you. No, no, no. Give perfect a hand. I'm almost out of time, perfect. Ladies, thank you, perfect, thank you. Oh, you want to take your stuff. Thank you, perfect, ladies. You see, I'm almost out of time here. Jesus said this in John 17. He said, I've glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work which you've given me to do. Now, Father, glorify me together with yourself with the glory that I had before the world was. You and I were in Christ before the world was. Before the world was, we were in Christ with him. That's why you can say before, I formed you in your mother's womb. Here on earth, I knew you. Where? In heaven. I called you. I had something written for you in the heavens. Ecclesiastes says, that which is has already been. That which is to come has already been. We give an account for what we've done in the past. 
That means in heaven, there's nothing new. It's already done in heaven. When it manifests here on earth, we can call it new. So even for perfect with a quandary situation for a wife, in Christ, there is a wife for him. There's one that God has written out for him. The wisdom he decides to apply determines whether he settles for less and has those options or he settles and has, or has more, which is what God's written for him. Most of us are, don't even ask that question. Don't even ask God, what is your will for me? And are willing to wait. What have you written for me in your beforehand? But God's going to require an account of what wisdom we've applied to do our works here in heaven. Christ said, glorify me for I've accomplished. I have done what you've written in heaven. I've now glorify me with the glory we had in heaven. So the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing. Your situation, the answer for you and I's situation is written in heaven. It is accessed by godly wisdom. So choose today. Will you eat of life? Or will you eat of the knowledge of the tree of good and evil? Will you eat of godly wisdom? Or will you eat of the wisdom that is from below? Earthly wisdom. How do we get this wisdom? Four quick points. Then we close. One is the fear of the Lord. Without the fear of the Lord, you cannot access the wisdom of God. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Two, eat continuously out of the tree of life. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The tree of life is us filling ourselves with the word of God. Three, surround yourself with godly counsel. Four, experience. The anointing is in the doing. When we've done and we have tested and we've seen the fruit of good works, that gives us experience. Even where we failed, redemptively we go back to Christ and he shows us where we've gone wrong and gives us the wisdom to apply for the next situation. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.